ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. I'm your host, Paul Metzen. I have an old friend of mine in the studio who has a dynamite new record out. Rich Matson, a fellow Iron Ranger, was in town over the weekend with his lovely gal, Jermaine Gemberling, to uh, play a show at the Turf Club for his new record called Totem. Uh, Rich and I lived right down the street from each other in northeast Minneapolis for years. We didn't really know each other then, but I knew of uh, Rich. He will tell you about his history, but he's been part of the uh, Twin Cities rock and roll scene forever. Marvelous guitar player, songwriter, composer. He's also got a cool studio up in Sparta, Minnesota. We're going to talk about all of that, but uh, without any further ado, Rich Manson, good to see you, my brother. Thanks for having me, Paul. Oh, well, it, it you know, kind of came up quick. I had a, a cancellation, and I didn't quite know what to do. Wow. And you called me, and the timing perfect. was perfect. Yeah, because we had talked about it before. Yeah, we had talked, and you always, of and course, that, yeah. all, all my northern friends have an open-door <laughs> policy here in the Wall of Power Radio. So you called, and it worked out great. And, so, yeah. and of course, I was great to see you, too. We're actually in town for more than just one night, and, you know, we're here. We, we came down Friday, and we're here till. Tuesday, are you so? Let's uh, let's talk first about uh, you. You played what Friday at the Turf Club? Yep, with yep. the North Stars. Yep, and that's your four piece. Who is in that? How many guys in that quartet? Well, it's three guys that's and a one joke, gal. But anyway, <laughs> that was uh, Paul Desmond, the uh, uh, alto saxophonist for um, for Dave Brubeck. That was the name of his uh, autobiography. How many guys are in this quartet? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so go ahead. Tell us about the band. That's that's myself. Jermaine Gamberling is uh, is the singer and acoustic guitar player. Her and I write songs together. We've got a great bass player in Kyle Westrick. He's he's uh, originally from Duluth, but we we hooked up with him when he lived in Ely. Jermaine lived in Ely for a while, and and we all kind of got together, and it uh, it really gelled. And uh, for a while, my nephew Curtis was playing drums with us. I remember because we did a gig. Yeah. A ranger party downtown, um, and I think he was playing drums with you at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he he uh, he got a good job teaching. He he, he was in college and he, he he got serious about his career, and so we he, he took off and uh, we, I got Keely Lane on the drums. Sure, I've heard who, of Keely. And Keely Keely and I played with uh, Ole Yeller for probably about. Well, we played together for a good six or seven years with Ole Yeller. We toured the country together and really, really good friends. Now, great drummer. You really started, and correct me if I'm wrong, making a name for yourself with the Glenn Russells. I moved to Minneapolis in '87, and at just time, a young man with a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at the time I had a band called The Imports. Okay, and we were we were from the Iron Range. We're we're all based out of Eveleth. Uh, my classmates, my best friends, we all played together, and and our dream was to move to the cities and be the next Beatles sure. or whatever. <laughs> uh, Why not? Well, when I was little, I, I I thought music came from outer space or something, mm -hmm. and then I, I remember I was walking down the street and I heard. This, See, it's this funny because great. in Virginia. We always think people from Eveleth came from outer space, but keep going. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was walking down the street and I heard this this new wave bass line. <laughs> this great music coming out of this kid's window. I go, what the hell are you listening to? Flame and Oz. <laughs> and I said, what? Flame and Oz. They're from the cities. And it just blew my mind. I said, they're from the cities? They're from the cities. And I said, I said, Bob, can you make me a tape of this? He said, sure. And and uh, it was one of the older kids, and they they all right. they they were all bullies. They'd all beat us up. But but sure. we, I, I was I got to be friends with this guy. He made me a cassette of the Flaming O's, and that was in about eighty one. And I just thought, wow, they make music. They can make records in the cities. <laughs> so I, I kind of had that like uh, Oz, right? I, just yeah, like Oz, I was like, right. well, geez, I gotta I gotta get down there. You know, if we're, if we're gonna get serious, we gotta go to the cities. And then the the replacements came out, and Husker Du, and you were down here. Yeah. And, and uh, and I was just like, wow, we got to we got to get on with this, you know. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of this place, and we got to go make music in the right, city, like like the animals do. We got to get out of. And this of course, place. we had I had to wait until everybody graduated. Mm -hmm. I graduated in '85. Everybody was ready to go. Like towards the end of '86, '87, we all moved down, and promptly broke up. 
<laughs> there goes that Beatles, the old, the old story, you know. Uh, Jimmy quit. Jimmy got married. And, yeah. You know. And uh, then my brother moved down, and he and I started the Glenn Russells, and with with the bass player whose name was Russell. <laughs> and we were going to be a folk group. Glenn, is this where it came from? Glenn Matson and Russell, the Glenn Russells. Russell Burgum, yeah, yeah. Rich Matson and the Glenn Russells. I'm not Try sure. Try and book a gig with that name. <laughs> the what? But we spelt it differently, you know. Glenn Russells, the R U S T L E S. Right. Well, now I know. So we started off. It was supposed to be like an acoustic group, and uh, that didn't last long. We we had to get back to rock. And it was kind of you kept know turning up the volume and turning it up and turning it up. Was there was there kind of a would you compare it to kind of the acoustic version of the Glenn Russells, kind of Uncle Tupelo-ish? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, and and the thing is, they I think Uncle Tupelo was probably getting started right around the same time. Yeah, like right. Eighty eight. Mm hmm. 89. So we we did that for a while, and our, our the, the guy that played keyboards in the imports, he, he moved to the cities too, and then he he started playing piano and banjo and guitar, and he bought a fiddle too. He was going to start to play fiddle, but he said, ah, I can't play that. Right. Jim Kennedy, real virtuoso. He's still around, and he plays around here. Yeah, yeah, right, Jim Kennedy. Now, he played, uh, who did he play with down here? And they had a really popular band. Um... Keyboard player, right? Yeah. Keyboard player. He's he. Well, now he's playing country music, which is hilarious because he used to he used to hate country music, right. but he's he's doing that. Pays the bills. Uh, what's their band with with uh, uh, Jenny Russ? Uh, they're called the Saddle so, Saddle Source. Okay. And he does jazz gigs now, and he he's he's all over the place. Let me ask you. So the imports. Where were you playing up on the range? Uh, we were playing a lot of high school dances, stuff like that, and and then we started getting into the bar scene. Back in back in those days, right? They they'd book you from Thursday to through Saturday, right. and and we were kind of catching the tail end of it. The bar scene was really huge up there, yeah. as you know, like from well, Virginia, like Minnesota, eighties, and everything. There was six or seven bars on Main Street that had music, right? And another, and they're all packed. Another sixteen that didn't. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So we were trying to get in on that. The breaks we were, were a there. lot of fun up there. You had your you had choice of uh, a dozen different places to go and spend right. your twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we were trying to get in on that, and and uh, so we 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 had a couple of those where we played three or four nights a week for four hours. And right. Like, wow, and here it, we are. That's a great way to get your chops together, though. Oh yeah. And uh, I have my guest, Rich Manson. Uh, he's been recording for 30, 35 years, right? 30, I Started out with a four-track, and I went from there. And I think, uh, well, 91 was when I got that multi-tracker, and I said, I'm going to be a record. I'm going to have a recording studio. Yeah. I, I, it's all networking, and I got my friends' bands over, and I think I, was, I started at 12 bucks an hour. Yeah, and you used to have, uh, used to have a little uh, recording uh, outfit set up in your garage when we lived in Washington. Yeah. You lived right down the street from me. At first, it was in the basement of a house on uh, Lake and Garfield. And then I moved up to Northeast, and it was in a basement in a, at, on that house on Washington yeah. in, in Northeast. And then, and then uh, I wound up uh, getting a house with a garage. When, and uh, my friend Greg McAloon helped me build the studio in the garage. It was just this two-stall garage that we converted into a recording studio. Your neighbors love that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rich, it's the so... The cops only came one time. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I hope you taped it like that replacement record. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> we should have. So um, we're going to be playing uh, several cuts off Rich Matson, from the, the North Star's new record called Totem. Uh, Rich and I drove out here uh, this afternoon uh, before... We started taping the show. It really, really sounds great. It's, um... So what number is this? Because you've got several recording projects out under a variety of names. Well, I, th I think we're up to the 30s now. It's like wow. 31, 32. That's including some side projects and some... Mm -hmm. 
Then, then I don't know. There's probably some that I'm not even counting that I played guitar on or played bass on. Right. I'll play bass on sessions and and lead guitar or whatever anybody needs when they're coming up to the studio. I'll sit in on sessions. I love doing that. Um, but as far as my own music, this is probably I don't know 25 or something. I don't know. I just I, yeah. I, I try to put out an album a year because it's like an audio diary, and I, right. I, I built the studio so I could record my own music and and record other. I just love recording bands and hanging out with musicians and music people. That just just I don't know. I love it. Rich Matson, we're going to listen to a track he wrote and recorded and played on called Safe in Our Zoo, and we will be back with Rich on the Wall of Power Radio Hour for the whole show tonight. of the Twin Cities Gay Scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ Media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Hey, it's Brett from our new 4 p.m. show, the Minnesota Progressive Repartee. And I'd like to invite you to another Repartee of sort. It's the 2019 Blue State Ball. This will actually be the fourth Blue State Ball I've attended, and I'm really looking forward to this year's. Why? Well, because after living through some tough times of the Donald Trump election and a Republican Congress, we finally turned the tide last November with the Blue Wave. So come celebrate all your hard work last year of door knocking and getting out the vote at the Blue State Ball on Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdale in Minneapolis. I'll be there along with my Minnesota Progressive Ray Partey co-hosts Doug Padgett, Hunter Hawes, Matt McNeil, Ellie Krug, and Robert Pilot will be there, and so will our headliner, Tom Hartman. Plus, we're sure to add many more speakers and politicians in the coming weeks. As always, attire is blue jeans to ball gowns. So let's party at the Blue State Ball on Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdale and celebrate that blue wave. Tickets available now at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. Total Dog Company is the destination dog food and gear store on the west side of the Twin Cities with easy access off of 169. We have a growing group of loyal customers and increasing numbers of referrals from dog professionals and dog parents because we carry quality products, give sound advice, and are easy to do business with. Total Dog Company keeps up on the latest developments in dog nutrition and products. Find us in New Hope off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. With the road trips we took in December, we're glad we took them in our Toyota Sienna. Whether they're family, friends, or get-togethers, the Sienna was always the most comfortable way to drive. Plenty of room for all the stuff we needed to take with us, the safety and reliability you get with a Sienna, the extras which make road trips easy, and the room to stretch on out. Rudy Luther Toyota Siennas are the most fun, safe, and reliable vehicles we've ever driven. Test drive one yourself at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Yeah, he don't come around here. 
swagger and strut is lost in yesterday. Welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. I'm your host, Paul Metz. My guest in the studio all night tonight on the show, an old friend of mine and one of my favorite musicians from not only the Iron Range, but he was one of my favorite musicians when he lived in the Twin Cities for years, Mr. Rich Matson. Rich, that uh, tune, Easy Rider, tell us what was that all about off your new record, Totem. Easy Rider is kind of a nostalgic tune about, well, one of my favorite movies from... Uh, from my 20s, my wild and roaring 20s was uh, Easy Rider, the movie, of course, with Peter Fonda yeah. and, and Jack Nicholson. And, and the whole movie kind of represents this this moment in time and the history of America, you know, that that whole yeah. era. 67. Of, it, that's just, it fascinates me. I just love that that whole era of mm-hmm. music, the, the hippies in those days and the, right. the styles and, and just the way people, you know, there was so much hope in the air and it's right. so much... And uh, and the song and is... And a lot of sideburns, like you're rocking right now. <laughs> I, I shaved them off, but they just creep back. They just they just crawled down my face. You know what? You'll, you'll, you'll appreciate this story, Rich. I went to uh, 67, so I went 12 years old. And uh, so I don't even think there was... I can't remember if there was ratings back then, but you definitely couldn't be a 12-year-old to go see Easy Rider. And it was playing yeah. down at the Mako Theater. Oh, wow. So my mom and dad took me, and the place was packed. And so I was wow. sitting there with my buddy, Chuck Christensen, sitting in front of my mom and dad, watching Easy Rider. And things got a little crazy during the LSD yeah. hallucinogenic <laughs> scenes yeah. when they went skinny dipping. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But God bless my mom oh. and dad. Uh, they they didn't bring it up on the car ride home. <laughs> so, um, when did uh, you start writing songs for this record? Are you are you you always writing songs? Um, yeah, I guess I am always writing songs. I that, there's something that happens where where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll 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 just have this melody in my head, and I wish I could. I'm I'm hoping to someday have the wherewithal to to wake wake up like that and just start playing guitar and right. writing the song. Right. But usually I'll forget it by the time sure. I'm out of bed, but I'll, I'll have a little melody. And the more that happens, the more I'm like, I gotta, I gotta start, I gotta, I gotta sit down and start right. making music. And sometimes they'll come in like three or four songs at a time. I'll, I'll, I'll sit in that control room at the studio and I'll just pick up the guitar and, and just I'll start with playing somebody else's song. I'll just start playing. And then I'll play some other stuff. And then I'll play a little thing and come up with a melody. Or else, I mean, they, they come in different ways. Sometimes right. I'll just be walking the dog and I'll start singing a melody and I'll keep repeating it. The, the, the key is to just keep repeating it until you get home. And you, right. can, and you can play it and then, you know, record it so you can remember it forever. Because I'll, I'll forget them. I just like, uh, get away. I just replayed a great interview I did with uh, the late great Willie Murphy mm. in 2015. He brought his guitar along, and he played a debuted worldwide debut on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This great song he wrote called "Rootless Wanderer" that came to him while he was walking his dog in the woods. So yeah. you know, yeah, I get it. I, you know, I uh, the, my, the dog I got now is too insane to even think about writing a song because I got to just get, <laughs> hang on to while, yeah, he's, yeah. while he's walking me. But uh, yeah. now we had we're doing kind of an experiment tonight. We've got uh, we're on Facebook Live here for a little bit, and we had a, another great musician who owns a studio called Bright Spot. Robert Hillstrom yeah. chimed in, and uh, you said Robert was one of the first uh, cats you met when you moved to town. He was in this band called Third Stone. I remember we we were playing like at the uh, Espresso Royale in in Dinky Town there. That's right. And uh, that was with the Glenn Russells a long time ago. Was that and the he, basement club? Was that below the no, restaurant? No, that was Valley Pub. Okay. We played there too. <laughs> so we were playing there, and I remember we were walking around, 
handing out uh, flyers and posting flyers and, and came across this this guy, uh, Eric Miller. You remember him? No, I don't. Eric and, and uh, this guy, Ray, he goes by Ray West now. And and they seemed cool. I gave them a flyer and they're like, hey, come to this party afterwards. Right. We play music too. And, we, and, uh, and to talk about Easy Rider and the LSD scene, well, right. I, I, I didn't know that, that the... I didn't really know about the whole Grateful Dead uh, uh, thing phenomenon. Yeah, the tribe. I, you know, coming from the range, I didn't, I didn't know that. Right. Just, I thought that was the thing of the past. I go into this party, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> and uh, Rob was there, and and the other band they were called Third Stone. Right. And uh, I, I started kind of hanging out with those guys a little, checking out their scene. And meanwhile, we got the, and then. We got a new bass player, Greg McAloon, and and he was from a whole different scene. He was hanging out with like the 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 Baldies and the Punkers and stuff. Right. So we had these parties in Uptown in our in our in our in our house that we rented. It was like Twenty uh, Ninth and Harriet, right right by the railroad tracks there. And we just had this melting pot of people that would right. show up. There was there were the Deadheads, there were the Punkers, and I worked I worked at a car wash up in Columbia Heights. And so all these metalheads would show up right, from, from right. the suburbs. Sure. And and then the Iron Rangers were there, and everybody's getting along and having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a little bit 1967, right yeah. there in the in the yeah. mid to late 80s. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, a couple of years ago, somebody with a musician was uh, slagging. Facebook for whatever reasons and there's a lot of reasons to slag Facebook because Zuckerberg is giving all our information to Dick Cheney who's in his mm -hmm. basement in Montana who gives it to Vladimir Putin but it saves a lot of time because when you said putting up posters yeah. and flyers you yeah. know back in the day Cats and the Stars when we started playing in 1980-81 down here one guy would take a hundred posters hit Uptown yeah. up in Lindell one guy would take the West Bank the other mm -hmm. guy would take Dinky Town in the middle of the winter and you yeah. put the posters up and then you take your gloves off and then the posters fall down and start to blow away and you do this 75 to 100 times. Oh, there were some telephone poles in Uptown that were that were probably about five inches thick with posters. Yeah. Just, just big burn. And, and the, I remember, I think I, I have a few pictures of, of some of those poles with, with the staples. They're just all staples. I would uh, from over the years. Yeah, I remember in my book Blue Guitar Highway I talked about that because I used to live on Ridgewood right by Franklin Lindale and I'd walk every day to uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, the Agonine for breakfast when I could afford it and then I'd go to uh, Orfolk Joke Piss. But those telephone poles, I used to say, I said in my book, you telegraphed the city's sound. Yeah, you know, you could just yeah. see who's playing, the uptown, the union, yeah. the caboose, you know. Yeah, and and well, without Facebook, I don't know how we'd get the word. I'd be in two hundred miles away from the city. Right. So uh, I say what you want about it. it yeah, it's it's helping. It's, a, it's, it's helping me, and it's helping Jermaine, and it's helping. Yeah, it's a necessary it's, evil. It's helping us get the word out. I have a mail list too. Uh, email list. What's your website, Rich? It's www.richmatsonmusic.com. We'll be back with Rich on the whole show of the Wall of Power Radio Hour tonight. Appreciate you listening. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with EatLocalMinnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, EatLocalMinnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to Me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karis family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020. We are given the gift of intuition on how to care for ourselves and our families, but too often we forsake that knowledge for the voice of authority. Green Tea Conversations is a radio show for people like you who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health 
and who want to play a more active role in their family's well-being. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine, and I'm excited to bring green tea conversations into your home. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts straight from the pages of Natural Awakenings who will share progressive ideas in the latest natural approaches in nutrition, fitness, creative expression, personal growth, and sustainable living in a fun and informative way. Podcasts of the show are available anytime at naturaltwincities.com, am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversations on Sundays at 10 a.m. as we awaken to natural health. Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland stoves and fireplaces and I experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire. I also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles. So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight, widespread fog with a low around 30. Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 37 and a low around 23. Monday, the chilly weather returns with snow likely and temperatures falling as low as 1. If you needed a space heater or blankets these past couple days, that is a sign your home is not properly insulated. In fact, 80% of the homes in the Twin Cities area are not. But Green Home Doctor can help. Committed to keeping you warm and saving you money this winter, check them out at greenhomedr.com. All right, welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. I'm your host, Paul Metzler, my guest for the whole show tonight, fellow Iron Ranger and rock and roller, Rich Matson. Rich, I remember we, we were talking somewhere a couple years ago, and it was really surprising. You grew up in Eveleth, Minnesota, the home place of hockey in the United States, and you never played hockey. Oh, I did. Oh, you did? Just a couple years, though. You didn't. You didn't. And, do that. and I was terrible. Yeah. Okay. I think I scored two gear, two two goals in two years. <laughs> What's a goal a year? <laughs> yeah, I think they were both in the second year. <laughs> so you you moved back to uh, up to the range, not back to your hometown of Everett, but right outside in the Sparta, Minnesota. Yeah. What When was that, and what caused you to do that? That was in two thousand five, and. Uh, uh, kind of never expected to wind up back there. I'm, when I moved away, I, I didn't want to look back. I didn't want to. I'd never th- thought in a million years I'd be moving back to Eveleth. But uh, things happened, and uh, well, my brother moved back up there. He was having trouble in the cities. He he wound up moving back up north, and and I'd get messages from my mom, and and uh, my dad passed away in 1990. My mom was a by yourself and I'd get messages from her like oh I'm making uh, your favorite chicken fried rice for, for supper and uh, and I go Ma when did you get the idea I was coming up there alright well maybe I could come up you know and anyway uh, I was up there on a beautiful summer day in August and, and I just uh, was going you know I could I could live up here again. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's so gorgeous, it and really is. and with the internet now, and, yeah. you know, maybe people would want to go to a recording retreat. And I decided to look on the listings and see it for uh, business uh, properties, just see what's out there. Sure, just what the heck? I'll just look at it. it doesn't yeah. it's nothing. And the first thing uh, right on the top of the page was a little church in Sparta. And I scroll down, and I'm looking, and I go back, and I look again. Little church in Sparta. What the heck? I didn't know there's churches in Sparta. Well, I. I God bring people I up there said, on the Iron Range. Rich. I just said, uh, I got to go look at this place. Right. What the heck? I'll go look at it. I don't. It's nothing. You know, I'll just right. go look. And I opened that door on that place when I, I met with the realtor. I opened the door and I just went, 
wow, this is this is it, perfect, right? And I just I kept thinking about it, I kept thinking about it, and I just went, well, I, I, I'll just apply for a loan and see if it comes through, and everything fell into place, and all of a sudden I'm signing all these papers and, and I'm I'm doing it, and I spent that first night in that church um, sleeping on the altar in a sleeping bag with my little yellow dog with me and I'm just looking around going what the hell did I just right, do right right and uh, but it was a lot of work had to had to build a control room had to put a shower in the place right had, had a, a few remodeling projects to do did you desanctify it you betcha there, <laughs> <laughs> um, there were there were 18 pews in there which wow. I sold uh, with the help of my mom uh, on, on eBay and that was kind of the startup money for the place because cool. I wasn't saving up for this big deal it just kind of right. happened all, all of a sudden right and I wound up up there and and uh, over the years just you know kept making improvements and it people were interested and and uh, I stayed pretty busy with it well and the interesting thing about I remember, you know, when we were kids, we used to bicycle to Sparta. There was a great beach out there, if I That's remember. That's all I ever knew of Sparta. Yeah, right. I didn't know about this neighborhood. Right. And the neighborhood you're living in is kind of abandoned now. Yeah, right? it's a ghost town. Right. And uh, so it's kind of really, you know, I was up there. I've been up there a couple of times to visit you. We did a Wall Power Radio up Hour uh, show from your studio that sounded great. Um but it's like walking back in time, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, the, the, the structures that are there, even though they're empty, it's from another era. Yeah. It's like 30s or 40s, right? I've always been pretty fascinated with that stuff. When I was a little kid, well, the house I grew up in had a grocery store attached to it, Pasadensex Grocery. My grandpa was a butcher, and he, he made the best Polish sausage right. in town. And everybody, people come from miles around for that. And uh, so there was this this grocery store that that was just a storage space and leonidas was another you know location right. ghost town there right. the, the grid was still back there we'd walk around there the leonidas school was was uh about to be torn down so the kids would be running around in that elementary school in leonidas breaking windows and smashing stuff and there was another the 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 civic hall or something was was out in the woods and we go look around in there i was, I was just you know when i when i was a little kid just running around in these right. abandoned buildings right. and here i am in this little town where there's all these abandoned houses i don't know there's something about it that i was just drawn to it and and it's a really weird place to live but it's it's kind of cool now Sparta Sound, so how many projects have you recorded there? I know Dan Israel's done one or two yeah. up there. And mm -hmm. Who else has you worked with? Oh, the White Iron Band, one of my faves. Dan, ah, uh, God. The other thing about those, they don't party enough. Uh, <laughs> those guys, oh. Uh, it's like it's like every one of them is Waylon Jennings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's always a good time. And Ely guys, right? I mean, that's kind of where they got it together. That's where they started. Uh, they Although all, I think they're from down here, but they hooked up up in Ely. Yeah, they were. I think there was three or four of them that that met up there going to uh, Vermilion Community College yep. for, uh, to to learn how to fly. <laughs> 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 they got the band together, White Iron. Oh, there's so many, and uh, if I start naming them, I'm going to forget a whole bunch, and, right. and, and I don't want to leave anybody out. But so. Uh, do you, does Sparta Sound, does your studio have another URL, or can people just go to Rich Matson Music, mm -hmm. and, and if they're interested in going to check it out the studio? Yeah, the, the my website is kind of, it's... It's, uh, it's a cool website. You do it yourself, it, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do too much myself, but... Yeah. Uh, so the, the website, it's it's just the, a homepage. Yeah. And and you can click on Sparta Sound and it'll go to a, a, a Flickr page with pictures of the studio, and then there's a contact thing where, where you can get a hold of me, and then there's a Rich Madsen and North Stars link, and you, that goes straight to the Facebook page, and uh, the discography is the most important one because that lists all the albums right. and where you can get them. You know, it was kind of my dream to take uh, my band Cats Under the Stars and go up there with Willie Murphy. Oh man, I mean that was that was like my dream. I wanted to make that happen, but of course now it's it's too late. But the cats would like to come up. Tim yeah. O'Keefe, Pasternacki, Loma, and me, you yeah. know, spend three or four days and oh, do a, great. do a music from Big Green. 
as I recall. <laughs> so, Rich Manson, so speaking of Ely, you got really lucky a few years ago, and you met a gal that had some roots in Ely. I don't know if that's where she's originally she's from. She's from St. Paul originally. But she ended up in Ely. Yeah. Jermaine yeah. Gemberling. Mm-hmm. And when I see you two together, and I, I've played with you, and I've heard you guys play together as a duo, I've seen you with your band, I tell people, I so said, that's the Johnny Cash and June Carter of the Iron Range. <laughs> Truth, truthfully, I mean that. So cool. tell us about Jermaine. How did that happen? Uh, Jermaine was, was uh, well, I, I remember her, her from her band, Smut. They were an all-girl punk rock band that played in the entry a lot in the Uptown Bar, and I'd go and see them a lot. I, I, I didn't really talk to her back then, but I, was, I, I don't know, I was kind of scared of her. Right. But... Uh, Anyways, she moved away. She quit the band. She moved. She moved up to Ely, and I knew that she was there. And and uh, when I moved up there, and, and what was and, her connection to Ely? What draw her, drew her there? Well, her and her husband at the time they 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 wanted to get out of town. I don't know what what the, at first they were looking at like Stillwater or or uh, somewhere or Duluth or they they wound up in Ely and and uh, some other friends were up there. Grant Young from. Uh, Sure. Soul Asylum moved Island. up there. Al Schroeder was up there. It was this group. This group of people moved up to Ely. They they did it. They they got out of town and and moved to the country and they were doing their thing. And and uh, she was writing songs, and she came in and she was recording with me. And and gosh, we did three or four albums together before. And then eventually, you know, we were both available, and we were just like. Oh, this this is this is gonna work. The yeah. two of us and and I just love her voice and yeah. I love her songs. And we She's we, pretty cute too. She sure is. <laughs> you know, it's funny speaking of Ely, it's the uh the nineteen ninety seven, so I think it's the twenty second anniversary, almost to the day when Tower, Minnesota, which is fifteen miles away, broke the hundred year record for cold i just so happened to be playing in ely at the yugoslav home that night <laughs> and it was 60 below oh my god without a windshield wow without a windshield i hear i hear that's going to happen uh, next week <laughs> wow so um rich manson my guest he's got a great new record out called totem so when are your next uh, the show will air this weekend, uh, February second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you got? Some upcoming shows in the Twin Cities. Well, there's going to be a Glenn Russell's reunion show okay. on February twenty third. That's going to be crazy because we haven't played those songs in years. Uh, the North Stars will be back March, I believe, it's the fifteenth at the Eagles Club, and then again in April, I think it's the tenth with the April Fools' their album release show at the Hook and Ladder. Oh, did you do the record? Brian no, Craig. I didn't. No. Okay. I love Brian. Yeah, great guy. Good band. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's amazing because I, I follow you on, on uh, Facebook, and one weekend you're in Duluth, and next weekend you're in Grand Marais, then you're back up on the range, then you're doing some recording, then you're down in the cities. You're, you're a busy guy. I fill in the dates on the calendar and act accordingly. Right. And it's it, we, we play all over the state. And I try not to wear out any specific location. I don't want to play too much in one place. Right. And and, uh, and do a variety of projects. Uh, one guy I'd haven't we haven't talked about yet. My buddy Grant Johnson. Oh yeah, we got to talk about Baby our Grant. Band, the Bitter Spills, our yes. folk duo. Yes, we have. We, to. we don't play as much as we used to, but we always we always try to keep something on the calendar. And when you, when Grant gets up north of Hinkley and hangs with you cats, then you bump into. Uh, uh, the soul and juju master Dave Curry to do some fishing. Yeah, right. Yeah, we, yeah, we've we, we've become fishing buddies. Yeah, so Dave is yeah. the he's a good harp player too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so really fun guy. We are going to listen to a song that Jermaine Gemberling, uh, Rich's partner, significant other, and inspiration and muse, wrote uh, off the new record, which matched in the North Star is called Totem. The song by the lovely Jermaine. Is called Meant Beautiful Song. Beautiful Song. By a beautiful girl.
source of the Twin Cities Gay Scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuske, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan, LLP, rewriting the odds for their clients for over 80 years. We are awake. The Blue Wave finally happened. Hey, it's Brett from the Minnesota Progressive Repartee, and I think it's time we have a reparty about all our hard work with the Blue State Ball on Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdale in Minneapolis. I'll be there along with my co-hosts Hunter and Doug, and so will Matt McNeil, Ellie Krug, and our headliner Tom Hartman, with more sure to be added. So let's celebrate the Blue Wave with the 2019 Blue State Ball. Again, that's Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdale in Minneapolis. Tickets at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. Our show this week is about idealists who do remarkable things. I'll talk about Maurice Willows from the Red Cross who helped save the 10,000 victims of the 1921 Tulsa race riots. The big interview will be with William Doherty of Better Angels, who envisioned a way to help red and blue America talk to each other. Ellie 2.0 Radio, engaging and real on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metzer. My guest, Rich Matzer, we just heard his tune, The Rock and Used to It, off his record, Totem, just came out by his group, Rich Matson and the North Stars. Rich, tell us, what is, uh, I've been kind of amazed every time I get back uh, up to the Iron Range, which is not as much as I'd like to, there's really an interesting original music scene going on up there right now. There is. Yeah. Let's talk about some of those players and where they're playing. Um, well, something happened, you know, I, I, 
there's there's it's always been cover bands, cover bands here, cover bands there, right. and then and they're all doing the same songs, kind right. of the same shtick, and uh, people just there. There was uh, the, this place called the Two and Eight opened, and they started booking original music. Right. And and I I got involved with it, and we started this thing called IROMA, the Iron Range Original Music Association. Because and also studio, need a name for a pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just give me some ideas here if you're going to branch out, Rich. I got to write that down. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it, so. The freaks were starting to come out of the woodwork and come, right. come and record original stuff at the studio. And we started talking, and we were like, we got to start playing around at these, you know, if we right. approach these club owners and just say, hey, we're doing something different, we want to put like three or four acts on a bill from nine to midnight, and everybody plays 45 minutes. And they're like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Right. I mean, that's what they do down here. It's right. no big deal. But this was kind of a new thing. Or it's all original music, and and so we promote that it's original music, singer-songwriters, and, and it went over really well. Yeah. So more people started getting in on the act. And then there's this guy, Chris, Christopher David Hansen. Great songwriter and singer. Who won't do any covers. Right. And he's playing four hours a night. Yeah. All original. Yeah. And he he's amassed like the biggest fan base I've ever, ever yeah. seen up there. I mean, it, he fills the dance floor, and they're all dancing and boogieing to his original song. And he's also a DJ now on WELY. He is, yeah. Really good, good guy. And great uh, guy. Yeah, love his little dog Minnow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. about the size of a minnow, a little Chihuahua. So those guys got the scene going. We got the scene going, and and we just keep doing it. And that two on eight. God bless them. They they've they're kind of the hub for all of it. They they kind I'm of very they, good friends with them. Yeah. Yeah. They, they every week they have Tuesdays and Fridays they have live original music and uh, well they, you know there's covers thrown in too for good measure. And plus, but, but it's uh, not exclusively other people's stuff. Right, and it's, and it's one of the first places I think in town that's kind of starting to feature exclusive cool Minnesota brewed beers. Yeah, it's all Minnesota brews. And uh, wood-fired pizza. And, yeah, it's a very good. There's uh, other and other venues are they they they'll do it too. Right, you, you approach them with an idea, and and most places are like, yeah, if it brings people in here, we sure sell drinks. You know, hey, right, we're all for it. You know? Now I noticed you, uh, you you and Jermaine, besides playing all the time, you also love the outdoors, mm -hmm. and I just saw you took a trip where the Grand Canyon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We 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 try to take an annual trip somewhere. We, we'll we'll pick a spot on the map and we'll we'll go for it and take take two weeks and and. Uh, but you're we'll always go skiing. somewhere scenic. Yeah, and then when you're always up north, you're skiing. I'm sure you do a little fishing in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's part of why we live up there. Yeah, it's just to enjoy the outdoors. It's a very well balanced life you're leading, Rich Mats, and I I uh, I applaud that. Um, so, you are going to see Neil Young tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about uh, uh, every time you do a cover band. You did a Buffalo Springfield thing, didn't you, at the turf a while back? A Neil Young tribute. It was Neil Young. Okay. But, yeah. but you look like, I don't know if you were playing that White Gretsch, but you look like Neil Young 1967 in the Buffalo <laughs> Springfield. You know, I'm not trying to. I'll tell you though, in in the in the early '80s when I, I mean, being growing up up there, right. The way you get music, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like my my first music was John Denver. Right. I loved John Denver. Then suddenly, I, I wanted to get all this nasty stuff. I wanted nasty. Right. Give me give me Kiss. I got into Kiss. And then Van Halen, oh, that's that's hard rock, and uh, and Ted Nugent even. I was getting right. into Ted Nugent, and then a friend of mine gave me a cassette tape. It said hard rock. I go yeah, and it had the Stones and uh, and Robert Robert Palmer and some Cars on there. And then I flipped the tape over and I put it on, and, and it's this acoustic song. This isn't hard rock. Right. It was the acoustic version of it. My my hey hey. Right. And I'm like, wait, who is this guy? What a weird voice. And I liked it. Mm -hmm. 
And then I was talking to my cousin. He's like, oh, yeah, Neil Young. That's Neil Young. Right. Oh, you like this guy? And he turned me on to Neil Young. And uh, then I got live rust, and I put on that side three. I'm like, jeez, I think I can play guitar. <laughs> I think I can play this stuff. So I played along with it, you know, Powderfinger. That was probably one of my first songs. Then Sugar Mountain. Sure. I'm playing along to it. I'm going, I can play guitar. <laughs> Ready? Well, Rich, I was doing a gig up at uh, the basement of the Herring Lounge, I think. There was a documentary on myself and Catching the Stars. I was playing at the Duluth Superior Film Festival. Mm -hmm. We were downstairs, and you were doing a Neil Young tribute with Alan Sparhawk from yeah. Lowell upstairs. Mm -hmm. You guys were really great, but really loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about working real quick. We've got about 30 seconds left working with Sparhawk because I so love Lowell. Um, I was shooting my mouth off to him one night after a gig in Duluth, and I said, you know, we should do a Neil Young tribute sometime. And, and, and he said, yeah, we should. I go, yeah, we're going to do that. And probably about four years later, some guy asked if uh, we could play at the Twins Bar this Saturday. And uh, I knew I couldn't get my band in there. Somebody was busy or something. I go, you know, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Al Sparrow and see if he wants to do that Neil Young tribute we were talking about way back and he said sure i'll do it and, and i called my brother and he, he was available he played drums and dale Coleman got on the bass and we threw it together it was like two days notice and we i made a list of songs and we went in there and we did it and we had a blast so we said yeah we'll do this once in a while well rich matson thanks for being on when you see sparhawk again tell him i'd love to get him on the radio show oh yeah do me a favor one more time the first time you heard the Flaminos, that guy yelled out the window with that accent, and he said, what? He said, what are you listening to? And he said, Flaminos! <laughs> <laughs> They're Thanks. from the cities. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. That's You're welcome. Really Thanks for listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This show was produced by Paul Metza, engineered by Brett Johnson, recorded at AM 950 Basement Studios in Eden Prairie, which is neither Eden nor a prairie. Follow me at paulmetza.com, where I'm playing every Thursday night at Sean's at 5 o'clock with Willie Walker. The Green Lantern in St. Paul, 229 East 6th Street, Wednesday night with Sonny Earl at 9 p.m. I'd like to thank Rich Matson for being our guest. And like my dad used to tell me, remember to be kind and make someone happy.